Hi, uh, Isaac here. Just want to put this little note at the beginning of the podcast to address why this one's a little bit shorter. Um, We had hoped to tack our long-lost Tenet Review episode onto the end of this episode. Uh, We thought we had the files. Uh, We thought we'd recovered them. We thought we'd managed to find a way. Um, Whilst I was editing, the files appear to have corrupted. I've tried everything to recover them, but looks like that's finally gone. So... Sorry about that, guys. Um, That's sort of the end of that saga. So it was a bit of a slower week this week anyway. Uh, Just, uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Podcast. I only care about the US office. I only care about neither. That's a valid opinion. The US office is a good show. Mm -hmm. But the UK office, something about it, mate. Something about it. Michael Scott forever. He's more likeable than David Brent. Not in the first season. He's not great in the first season. No, he's terrible because they tried to make him like David Brent and yeah. it just didn't work if you're not Ricky Gervais. Yeah, exactly. So it's for one person and one person only. Ricky Gervais. Ricky! Um, okay. So, yeah. Uh, How was his stenders this week? <laughs> full of drama, mate. What full happened? of drama. Full of drama? Yeah, yeah. full of drama. What Maybe about the Singer? What happened Mas- this week? Oh, I mean, I'm nailing it. I'm oh. nailing the mass Singer. You know? Ears, ears. You are nailing it. Although you definitely never... I never heard you predict Gabrielle before I said it. Whoa, now, mate. Right, listen. It's like... You, whoa. <laughs> listen, I text you saying Gabrielle, right? I text you no, my list. You, no, you text me saying, no idea who Harley Quinn is. And I said, I'm convinced it's Gabrielle. And you went, oh, yeah, it's Gabrielle. And it's like... Mm, I thought wasn't... I said I had no idea who the dragon is. You said Harley Quinn not long before. You didn't mention Gabrielle until I said Gabrielle. I didn't mention Gabrielle till that Saturday, at least. Yeah, when Gabrielle I said I'm convinced. Will come true. Yeah. yeah, when I said Sick. I'm convinced it's Gabrielle, you were like, "Oh yeah, it's Gabrielle," and then I was like, "Oh okay, he's just claiming that one as one of his own as well." Dreams will come true. It's dreams can come true. Get the lyrics. Surely right. her voice is so you know. You know, you recognise that. To be fair, yeah. Neo's voice is quite distinctive, and it's taken me weeks to convince Pervy that it's Neo. No, last week I was convinced when he when he sang last week. I was like, yeah, that's Neo. 100%. Even though I've been telling you all the clues and what they mean the entire time. Right, we've gone off topic. We're talking about the, the mass singer. This is real life. Next next year we'll do a mass singer like podcast. I'm down for it. One division, um, <laughs> Nick. What did you think? I'm going to ask what Nick thinks just because uh, Bespin you destroy us when it comes to analysis and theories for this show and, and your knowledge yeah usually afterwards we're like yeah cool enough to us so I'll just go ask what Nick thinks I um, actually before you do that I haven't actually got a lot of like knowledge on this man I've just got like little theories this time have you not I thought you know about all the comic books and uh, but... yeah like uh, yeah I've read like comic books before of like regarding House of M and like you know exactly stuff of that nature. that's, but, that's, that's a million percent more than me and Nick yeah <laughs> so, um well, overall, I really liked this episode. Uh, it's the best one yet, I think. Ooh. Um, maybe because I've enjoyed the uh, the show, the 70s, 80s, 90s, like WandaVision show, where it's just them two. But now I like that we're getting the behind-the-scenes stuff. Do you know what I mean? Getting some things explained and stuff. So it was nice to see some old faces, like, um, what was his name? Wu from Jenny Ant-Man. Will. Yeah. 
and what's and, her face from and Thor. And he learned the card trick that he didn't yes. know in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes, big. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm, I'm, I really like this episode. Too short though. How long was it? Something like 20 minutes? It was half if hour, you... I think. Okay. Or was it a half hour including credits? And the previously on One Division thing. Wow. So yeah, twenty-two minutes probably. <laughs> but no, no, it's really, really good. Yeah, my my favourite so far. What about yeah, you, Heavy? I think it was my favourite so far. It was like a, it was like I was watching a good MCU movie again. You know, mm. um, a few theories that we had came true. Is that fair? That this is like Wanda's creation and that yeah. She, um, you know, she's almost the, almost the 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 villain. Almost. Mm. I think I did. I say that last week that I suspect she'd almost be the villain of this series. I think so. Yeah. If I didn't, I meant to say it. I think um, you did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just it was a lot of callback it, to other films in this, wasn't there? Like Captain Marvel, Ant Man, Thor. Like character-wise, as I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like what I thought it was really my favorite part of it actually was it showed a different aspect of um, of uh, what do they call it the blip is that the official oh mate the beginning the, the actual beginning scene that was amazing yeah I loved yeah, that it that was, was really like, really good yeah it was brilliant it gave this whole I like it when superhero films do this they mm. they put a spin on what seems to be like a good moment and it's like no it's not all good what these superheroes do like it it causes a lot of pain still in some cases, even if it is for the greater good, if that makes sense. Because all we've seen of that is from the snap is um, from Spider-Man, isn't it? Spider-Man 2. Yeah, exactly. Everyone, like, yeah. And that happens like in an instant, isn't it? Everyone just comes back. Yeah. But this, I liked the way this, everyone came back, like all the, the dust particles coming back together as one, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. And also it's... I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about... Um, like the idea that basically she missed out on seeing her mum. She missed out on two years of her mum's life, obviously. Yeah. Um, And she couldn't quite believe it had happened. And you forget, like, obviously with Spider-Man, he sort of knew what was going on. So when Mm. he came back, he sort of could figure it out. These guys had no idea what was going on, you know? They were completely out of it. Yeah. Do you think we're going to see that from all the next Marvel films going on? About the snap. It's a big event. It's a big event. Hopefully, I like exploring that. What do you What do you think, Bestman? Uh, what do you want my thoughts on first? Uh, specifically, this part section about the the snap and etc. I th- I think that they may address it in the series. Um, I don't think the films are gonna uh, handle it too too much. Mm. Um, and I think yeah, it's good to see in this one just because. In Spider-Man, is played for laughs, which you need because it came off of Endgame, which was like the end of Tony Stark saying goodbye to Steve Rogers. You needed some levity um, regarding it all. And like Spider-Man Far From Home is quite serious as well. Like it's him dealing with the loss of his idol, his mentor, his friend. Um, so I think putting the blip in this episode, seeing the more horrific side of it all was a good idea. I think you might get in more insight into it uh, regard in like uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier I don't think Loki will touch it because he just goes off into different timelines but I think yeah, like yeah. You, you might see in, in the Falcon and Winter Soldier or something yeah things in the actual timeline do you think all I think most of those programs or films will mention it in a way 
Yeah, I think like the films are gonna be away from it. Like uh, Eternals is set over, set over centuries, I believe. Black Widow is obviously a prequel. Uh, Thor is like off-world. Like it's yeah, I think you're just gonna see the fallout of it in the series more than anything. Maybe Which Doctor I'm Strange. Of, I think TV might be better for. TV might be better for exploring. Yeah, I think so too. You don't want to like oversaturate it all within the films, because otherwise, like it is a monumental event in the universe, but you know, you you don't want to repeat yourself all the time. No, let the past die. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in in general, what are your thoughts, Bestman? I think again, it's one of the weaker episodes of the thing. Like Do I said, you really this, think that? Yeah, put on par with last week's episode, which is like a bad thing. Like I wow. gave last week a seven point five, and I gave this week a seven point five. Um, I think what they were going for, for with the first two episodes, they absolutely nailed. Like I gave them nines out of tens. Uh, this one just felt more MCU. Uh, it was it wasn't as exciting. Um, whereas like it's it was good consistently, but it wasn't like fantastic to me. Whereas last week, my complaint was there was a big section in the middle of that episode which I felt was boring and was not interesting as a viewer. Um, this didn't have that. Everything about this was interesting. It was just reaffirming theories and questions we had answering those. Um, but, like, you know, nothing against the cast. The cast was good. Like, Jimmy Woo and Darcy Lewis they had good chemistry. Um, obviously, like, Monica Rambo learning more about her and her history, her past. I think that, like, a head of sword guy, I think he's up to no good. Personally, mm. it's just yeah, you know. I think this uh, obviously Westview uh, for the cops that live in Westview say there's no such thing. They only know Eastview, um, and like yeah, I think there's a lot more going on. There's, it raises even more questions, which is fine, which, which is good. Um, but yeah, like I don't think it's as good as the first episodes, and I don't think that's a, a knock on it. It's still a good episode. Do you, would you say, is it too strong to say that this is a filler episode for you? No, no, no. Because I they're establishing is, what's going on in the world. I think this is the opposite of a filler mm, episode. So do I. Yeah, this I'm not like saying... vitally important. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I don't think this is a filler episode. Filler is in... Oh, a filler is the wrong word. Descriptive, maybe. Filling in the, the gaps. Yeah, filler is the wrong word. Totally. No, I, I think mean, it's. I apologise. word, Nick. So. I apologise. I really, I'm really sorry. Yeah. You've never said anything quite that 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 ridiculous. Before. I can't believe I've done this. Yeah, I I th- really. I, that's Surely on, there was. That's thing- on par with Count Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't mean. I'm not a horrible person. <sighs> I'm joking. Um, yeah. So, any theories, predictions? Um, no, when they were doing the board, like identifying all the people inside. Yeah. Uh, they all, they've all been cast in roles, so it's not even their real names and whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, two two names weren't on the board. That's Agnes and that's Dottie. Yes. Um, I also think that the person who was missing. Why are you sending an FBI agent over a guy who's missing, right? And why is and why is a sword sending Monica to go and help with the FBI mission? Well, mate, calm down. Right? No, it's it's obviously <laughs> something serious going on, right? It's obviously something. Yeah. Right, and that person happens to go to Westview. Is that Mephisto? Is this like what helped Wanda like create this idyllic world for herself? Mm. Like, I, whatever, whoever went there first, is that Ralph? Is that like Agnes's husband? Because he's the only person we haven't seen on camera yet. Ooh. Okay. Um, stuff like that. 
Um, and like other little bits of like theories I have, I don't have a lot. Um, somebody's censoring the broadcast, but that could just be Wanda herself censoring. Um, obviously when you go into Westview as well, you just automatically fit into that time period that Wanda's in. So like the beekeeper, like he goes in a hazmat suit, he goes through, he's automatically a beekeeper. I like that. Um, even and same Wanda, with the drones as well. Same with the drone. Yeah, like even though Wanda doesn't know he's in the world at that point, as soon as he enters, he's he's fit, fitted into that world. Um, but yeah, everything in that world seems to be real as well, which makes me think the babies are. Mm. Um, and again, yeah. in the comics, in House of M, the babies were real. But then what's uh, what is Vision? Do you think Vision's a reanimated corpse? Because we saw like... Something like that. That we bit did. with the stone here, Miss Nightshade, that was amazing. Like, where it looked like he, this is how he looks at the end of... Zombie. It's how he looks in... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's how he looks in. Yeah. So, is it a reanimated? It's not a corpse, is it? It's a robot. So, is it a reanimated robot? <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I, I don't know what's going on with Vision, but it's like. I don't think that is Vision. I think I said it last week. I don't think that's Vision. No, no, no I think it's no, a fragment of her imagination. Yeah, it's either somebody who's been cast in that role. Like, because obviously we've seen like people in this world are being cast as different roles. That's not their actual names. Um. So somebody's playing Vision, um, but yeah, I, that's that's definitely not Vision. I and think. I think this, the end of the series is going to end with Vision dying again. Like well, you're going to yeah. see him die again, even though it won't be actual Vision. If that makes sense. And she's just going to have to accept it. She's mm-hmm. yeah, she's either going to accept it or she's going to go off the rails and become the villain in Doctor Strange Two. Ooh, I think. My theory about her, her being sedated in that in that bubble that she's created. You, you've said is, this again. I had to cut this out last week. You mean what? Do, what do you mean by sedated? Um, as in, so because she's not tra- like put under or anything. No, no, just traumatically damaged from losing vision and um, and her brother. That she's just basically had like a mental breakdown in a way, and that and because it doesn't Tony Stark. Tony, Tony says in is it Civil War that um, oh they don't give visas out for nuclear weapons or something like that and didn't someone say in this episode like the energy that she's given off is like something of a the radiation of a it's not the end it's not it's not what she's doing it's, it's the, the bubble it's yeah. giving off like that energy yeah yeah yeah, yeah and the so. bubble is also in like the shape of a hex like mm. the, the actual town of Westview is in the shape of a hex and we keep seeing the hexes show up um, so like in the opening credits of the show the opening titles. Yeah. We keep seeing hexes shop there, and again, like hex magic, you know, could be related to the devil. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Like, I think the episode is fine. Uh, I don't trust that sword guy. Uh, come on, like Monica's locked out of this area. I think he's setting her up for something. I think he's maybe he made a deal with the devil. You know, mm. like I don't know. I think there's something's going on with him. I don't trust the guy. Um, but yeah, I think the episode's fine. I'm um, looking forward to next week going back in with Wanda and Vision. Um, That'll be 80s. It'll be 80s yeah. next, yeah. I think they're going family ties with it, um, which is the Tom Hanks series, I believe. Uh, like, obviously, I'm too young to remember any of this. Um, Nick, do you remember it? Family ties? No, it's before my time, mate. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, yeah, that's my final thoughts, and I give it 7.5. Cool. What did you give it, Heavy? Uh, I actually give this a nine. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. I really. It was tight. It was. There was. I laughed. I thought it was really good. I didn't want it to end. I really yeah, enjoyed it. Same. It was informative. It was good. I'm going eight point five. That's your highest score I think you've given so far. Boom. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. Like I'm not down on the show. I don't want people to think I'm down on it. It's just like it just no, didn't no, do no, it for no. me as much no, as the no, first two. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> you hated this episode. Wow. Seven. Wow. Just, do you know what you are? You're just toxic, best friend. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> That's like my review of the Spider episode of The Mandalorian season two. It's, yeah. it's just toxic. You can't just say anything negative about stuff. You can't criticize stuff. <laughs> Um, <laughs> too soon. Uh, I'm joking. No. Uh, yeah. Be. I like that the show isn't dithering. It's getting on with it. It's so yeah. nice. Every week, I'm like, I'm probably gonna learn something new this week. Because I, I think won't... they did have to change from the TV model. They were gonna have. I don't think they could have done that the whole series. One episode, they were gonna have to explain what's going on. Outside. I, I was shocked it came this early. Yeah, um, same actually. But I think I've been conditioned by Mando to expect Wanda to fight some sort of. Slug or something. <laughs> Spiders um, in a cave. Yeah, but there's nine episodes of this, right? And like we know, the like, next is eighties. They're gonna do nineties, gonna do two thousands, and then modern day. Um, so there's probably gonna be a couple more of these episodes scattered throughout. Yeah, great. That's cool. Palate cleansers. Yeah, back and forth. Yeah. Palate cleansers. I think people saying this was a slow burn. I think they're people have been saying that about the entire series. I think they're crazy. Yeah, that's what I mean. Saying the series is slow burn, I think they're mental. Like, didn't did you know- say that to begin with? I am not mental. No, I think that's insane. Like, it's did they not watch the Mando? Like, that's the definition of a slow series. Like, that's a very slow series, and I never heard anyone saying that the Mando was slow. Mm. You know. Right. Have you been watching anything else or playing anything else, then, guys? Played zero, nothing. Uh, watched. I actually watched two films this weekend with the wife. We watched uh, Hail Caesar on Sunday. What the detour so simple? What the detour? And then what we the watched. What the detour so simple? What the detour? And we watched uh, the Grand Prix Best Hotel on Saturday. Actually, Both amazing, wonderful, films. gorgeous films. Having said that, I wasn't. A massive fan of Hell Caesar. I don't know. Listen, hear me out before you jump no, on me. No, I understand why someone might not enjoy that film. I think it was just watched too close to Grand Budapest Hotel. I think I was expecting Wes Anderson style. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah. I mean it's Coen Brothers, yeah. so it's it's not going to be. It's got. It feels like a Coen Brothers movie very much. Mm. It's sort of. It's, it, he's they're similar to Wes Anderson in, in that they can call very. Like famous actors up to do yeah. like five minute roles. Like Jonah Hill is on the poster for this <laughs> movie, and yeah, he's not in it for very long at all. Mm. <laughs> he probably filmed for what half a day yeah. for that film. Um, right, yeah, I loved that film. I thought it was great. It captures that era of cinema yes. very, very well. Quite like Wonder Vision, well. isn't it? As there's as a narrator and stuff, and you're in sets, and you don't know like what's really being yeah, filmed and I mean what, there's like, a was, there's yeah. a I don't know but there's a great scene with uh, Channing Tatum where he does this whole sort of 50s 60s 40s 30s maybe probably 40s uh, like musical number like with oh, tap yeah. dancing and yeah, everything yeah. and it's the just sailors, yeah yeah couldn't just smiling the whole way through and Alden uh, our boy Alden 
that's. Oh, he's uh, great in it. Yeah, he's great. I, yeah. I saw him in that, and so when I heard he was in the running for Han Solo, I was all for it. I was uh, all for it. I think he's a good actor. I had no problem with him in, in Solo. Really good. Have you seen that? Have you seen that film, uh, Bestman? Uh, which one, Hail Caesar? Or yeah, Hail Caesar. Yeah, I saw Hail Caesar uh, when they cast Alden, just to, just so I had something to compare him to and what to expect from yeah. his performance. Um, I was trying to do a little bit of research on anything like Star Wars rated. Um, didn't mind Hail Caesar. Don't think it's the Coen Brothers' best work, like at no, all, no, really. But it's 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 good. It's fine. I've I've never watched Grand Budapest Hotel though. Uh, what? Yeah, I'm not a big uh, Anderson fan, so you've not seen Grand Budapest Hotel. No, no, no. Oh come on, it's Ralph Fiennes' is probably oh, his best film ever. Nick, you Nick, you've never seen Harry Potter. Yeah, no, that's a good no, reason for that. No, 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 no. It's better. He's <laughs> no, no. Sorry, Ralph Fiennes is a hundred percent better in. Grand Budapest than he oh, is. Oh yeah, no, I Harry think Potter. it's his greatest role ever. You're saying it's a shock I haven't seen Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, I when thought Nick you hasn't com- seen uh, sorry. like Harry I Potter, thought, one of the I've, most iconic sorry. film franchises uh, of sorry. the past. I thought you were comparing Ralph Fiennes because he's also no, 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 isn't he? I was like, Ralph Fiennes isn't especially Ralph good Fiennes. as uh, Ralph Fiennes, whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> Ray Fiennes. I don't know. How do you say his name? I'm going to get people. Ray Fox. Ray Fiennes. He's going to. There's going to be people really annoyed at me. Uh, but no, yeah. I mean, he's he's it's worth watching just for him. Yeah. To be honest, he's minty in it. Yeah, it's Real tight. Minty. And Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I Jeff, love Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff. Oh, that's such a good film. That's such a yeah. Uh, so what if I haven't watched flipping? Let, let's move on. <laughs> um, Bearspin, what have you watched? Do you want to go first? Because I've watched loads. Uh, sure. We've started rewatching the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Nice. Loving, loving life, yo ho. Really bad eggs. So, uh, and what have you watched them all? That, no, we're watching oh. the second one tonight. It goes downhill from there, doesn't it? Or was it the third one? It starts going downhill from. It starts going downhill. The first one's the only good one, in my opinion. Are you joking? Uh, second the second one's, one's all right. Second one's brilliant with uh, Davy Jones. It's, yeah, it's fine, but it's like uh, the first one's obviously the best of the bunch, and then uh, it just goes it's downhill. It's the second uh, one where the fourth, the fourth is the worst, obviously. I think this, uh, the fifth is pretty bad. I would say the second is probably the best of the lot. Is that opinion. where he gets eaten at the end by that massive squid thing? The kraken, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I can't remember. Is, that's the last one. I can't remember. I just remember thinking, "Oh, this one's probably my favourite one." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's alright. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it goes downhill from there. Yeah, after that, you, that after that, it's uh, all Penelope Cruz and all that, isn't it? No, no, Penelope Cruz in the fourth one. I don't know. Oh, it's a mess. I'll, I I'll update. I'll update when I've watched them all. <laughs> what I think, but other than that, I've just played more Sea of Thieves and uh, Spell It Really. You just want to uh, be a pirate, don't you, really? I do want to be a pirate. <laughs> um, yeah, as far as playing games, I've, I haven't played a lot. I've played a bit of Fortnite, which I know people are going to hate on. But yeah, no, I've been playing out a bit, got a couple of wins. Um, that's been fun. That's been... Uh, this is something different to play. And I've also been playing a shark in a game called Maneater. So I'm literally a shark going around, taking on alligators and eating little fish and bullying them, eating humans, and just getting big, man. You know, getting swole. Um, <laughs> Swatter. So yeah, that, that's a, that's a cool little game. Um, 
Manny to highly recommend it. Disappointing that they don't have the song by Nelly Furtado um, playing, but yeah, cool little game. This is on the Xbox as well. I should probably get this. Play it, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so funny. I've never heard of this. It's, it's funny, man. Um, you start off as a baby shark, and then you go and fight alligators and like hammerhead sharks and everything, and then you got to like eat everything to like grow and become a teenager shark, and then become... I think Jason Sudeikis might be doing the voiceover in this game as well. I don't, I'm not too sure. Um, it sounds like him. Sorry, um, and then, as I've been watching, I've been watching a lot of like Oscar bait movies at the moment. Um, I wanted to finish uh, my 2020 films list. So I just went through and watched a bunch, uh, including Promising Young Woman, uh, starring Carrie Mulligan. I, I gave that film a 10 out of 10, which is very rare for me. Um, so uh, she she like showed up again. Uh, yeah, because she's in that the dig as well, isn't she? Which she's in the dig as well. Yeah. Where's she? Where's she been for ten years? She's she's still been working, man. She just haven't been in high profile films. <laughs> she's been it's, working. It's like she was in The Great Gatsby, and then that was sort of it. I didn't didn't see her again. But like, Promising a Woman is like the ultimate Me Too revenge movie. It's like incredible. It's beautifully shot. Cinematography is amazing. Performances are fantastic. The music, all of it, are the twists at the end of the film. Like, I didn't see coming, which is rare. Like, I'm always there trying to theorize and predict what's happening. But this one I didn't see coming. Um, I also watched The Sound of Metal, starring Riz Ahmed. Uh, it's about a, a heavy metal driver who starts to become deaf and how he adjusts to life and everything through that. Um, he should get an Oscar nomination for Best Actor, uh, as should Carrie Mulligan for her performance in Promising Young Woman. I then watched a Korean film called Minari uh, by A24. Uh, Again, it's the day-to-day struggles of a Korean family living in the States. Uh, I know this is not going to interest you a lot, but yeah, it's, it's a good film. Um, it should be nominated at the Oscars. One Night in Miami, uh, which is directed by Regina King, uh, who's a directorial debut. Uh, and it's got like Malcolm X, uh, you know, Muhammad Ali, Sam Cooke, uh, and Jimmy Brown. They're all having this one night together. And the conversations in that film are, are fantastic. Um, from religion, from what they can do for their community, what they, you know, and their careers. Honestly, it's, it's a, like they have spent this night together, like in real life. But the conversations, I believe, are like fictional. But that shouldn't take away from it. This film is fantastic. You can watch it on Amazon right now. Um, it's a Prime Video movie. Um, I watched News of the World. As well, starring Tom Hanks. Um, this is rough for some friends, but I'm not a big Tom Hanks fan. So, yeah, and this <laughs> podcast just, over, I think. Yeah. Um, but bump, yeah, this bump, this film was was fine. It's him. Uh, it's like in the Western times, he is a little girl who uh, was an Indian and her family were killed. So he's taken her to find relatives, and his job in this film is he goes around different different states and different towns reading the news of the world to people because this is the only way they can get the news in this time what the um, newspaper news of the world the English one you ain't got much, no, no, much no, no. information he, in he, there mate Flip no it, no eh? it's, it's just called news of the world he's ga- gathering a bunch of newspapers from all different towns and everything and <laughs> oh going I, I thought you were going to tell me this was like some sort of phone hacking Film no, 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 no. Can we make that film ourselves? Um, well, I was actually kind. Of, I was, I was kind of interested. <laughs> no, it's not that. that. Film? But yeah, that's fine. And 
I also watched Drive because it's one of my favorite films of all time, and I had to do it for a podcast with our friend Matt, who appeared on the show in December. Uh, so go and check that out if you want. Fair enough. Oh, so I did watch then. a documentary series on Netflix about the Night Stalker. Yeah. Uh, very, very good. Can recommend it. Very good indeed. I love oh. a true crime documentary, mate. So. Yeah. I watched Below Deck. So there you go. Oh, always watching Below Deck. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Right. Uh, <laughs> Jesus on. can have their souls. Their ass belongs to me. <laughs> <laughs> and the hits just keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Right, Star Wars. No. Nope. Oh. Oh no. No, Andrew Garfield. Oh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Okay. Go I've on. always thought of that. Why don't you like Tom Hanks? I'm just. Curious. Oh no! Like I'm just not as big of a Tom Hanks fan as everybody else. Oh, uh, I think he's obviously a fine actor, and he's given some incredible performances over the years, but. Any anytime anybody ever brings up Tom Hanks and talks about him, it's always like like he's the second coming. Um, I he was Woody in Toy Story, so yeah, that, I think that's, that's half the reason. And what's yeah. the Burbs? It's got Carrie Fisher in it. That's a hilarious film. Just what? saying, the film Sorry, that what? Tom Hanks was in, The Burbs. It's, it's short for the oh. suburbs, but The Burbs. Oh, is this a boomer yeah. film? It's not. It's amazing. But yeah, no, um, I don't. I don't, I don't obviously have anything against Tom Hanks, but like I don't love him as much as everybody else. You've got to love him, just like him. I do like him, I just don't love him. <laughs> For goodness sakes, calm down. <laughs> right, okay, Andrew Garfield. Uh, he is where they are filming the next Spider-Man movie uh, in Atlanta, Garfield. correct? <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, uh, like the Burger King leaks, we had a DoorDash guy leak that Andrew Garfield is in Atlanta, um, which is where they're filming Spider-Man. And uh, a couple of days afterwards, Tom Holland tweeted that uh, he had one of the career highlights on the set of Spider-Man 3, which I, I I think we all assume is him, Toby, and Andrew. It's happening. It's got, it's, it's look, happening. If, look, if it's not happening, they've done a terrible job oh, setting expectations. Haven't they've they? done a terrible thing. Would you, would you agree with that? Like They've done a bad job setting expectations if... Yeah they're not in it like they should have squashed that by now the room is earlier yeah yeah and they didn't so it's happening it's just obviously they're trying to keep that under wraps the the picture Tom posted where there was a picture of himself and his brother uh, that was taken on the 16th of January um, because like we'd seen set photos of that sequence happening Um, there's a guy called Atlanta Filming who keeps tabs on that area uh, and Pinewood and everything and he said they've been inside basically since that day filming inside Pinewood so everything that's going on is in there like we're not seeing it um, so it's probably pretty easy for them to sneak in Andrew and Toby if they needed to oh. it's just adds it just adds to the laugh that the uh, the DoorDash guy leaked that Andrew Garfield was in Atlanta because he well, delivered food to him a fast food delivery uh, fast food leaks that's what yeah. that's what we should have called this podcast really fast yeah. food leaks <laughs> It's great. I'm cool with it. Uh, we're we're pretty. Well, you were skeptical, weren't you? Because uh, no big trades like said like yeah they're they're in there. I'm still like on edge if it's actually happening. I just think it's like it seems to be sort of accepted knowledge at this point, doesn't it? Again, yeah, but like even like THR and Variety, Deadline, The Rap, all of these big outlets, they said Jamie Fox, they said. 
uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Alfred Molina, but they they've never said Andrew and Toby. It's all it's always the, the little smaller uplets have they've said it. Keep something up their sleeve, haven't they? Could it, it be that they heard Andrew and Toby were going there? They went to uh, Marvel and they said, "Look, don't leak it, but we can tell you that Molina is in it." Yeah, that, that does happen. That is absolutely a thing that happens. Um, um, but it, that could be the case, and I think uh, Tom Holland is doing an interview. By the time this episode goes out, it'll already be out. Um, he's doing an interview with Variety, I believe, where they've teased that he's going to talk about Spider-Man 3 and set expectations for that movie. Who's talking about it? Tom Holland? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. he's going to spill something, and he's flipping it. I'll put money on it now. Do you think he does actually spill stuff? I've, no, 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 no. I I'm think that's a marketing ploy. Yeah, I'm convinced that's... I'm not sure he's ever done it. No, I think it's all marketing. Like, it's like when he like was reading that script, right, and they showed the Far From Home title on it or something. Like, it's just yeah. all BS. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, so look. If Kevin he's it, look, if they're not in it, then I'll be very upset with Marvel for allowing it to sit and just sit in the. Yeah, because why are they? Why are they equal baddies in the film if they're not in it? You also got to think though that Alfred Molina's Doc Ock and Jamie Foxx's Electro aren't from the Amazing Spider-Man and Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Oh, they are telling us that, but I don't believe it. Well, they're dead, Nick. They have to be from another universe. And Jamie Foxx said his Electro isn't the same Electro from Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, but people have said things that haven't happened in films, and they have, haven't they? So look at the Russo brothers. No, they're dead. Like they, they are going to be from different universes. I'm I just going to be... believing it, mate. <laughs> I ain't having it. No, they could be from. No, but that's not that's not discounting. They could be from different universes, but we could still have Andrew and Toby Shaw. Yeah, I'm not saying you, you can't. I'm just saying that they are from different universes. Like for all we know, like one of the universes and like Toby, no, right. So it's Peter Parker and one universe is the Lizard. For all we know, Andrew and Toby could be playing a Lizard. That'd be a weird move. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a big ass weird move, but like <laughs> it could happen, you know. It could. I until 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 one of the big outlets say it, I don't believe it. That's fair enough. I d- it's just uh, it's just. Because even even, even Feige said only some of the rumors are out there are true, and the ones I believe are true were Charlie Cox is returning as Daredevil. You've got obviously Molina, Jamie Fox, and Cumberbatch. Because these weren't officially confirmed in casting; these were all rumors. I think they're all legit. It's all the rest of them. Because Dane DeHaan, you know, who played the Goblin in Amazing Spider-Man 2, said, yeah, the rumours of him being in it are, are, like, definitely not true. I don't know. I just think if you're Feige and you want to set expectations for your film, when someone asks about the rumours, wouldn't you just go, no, there's only one Spider-Man? Like... Yeah, but, like, this is what Tom's interview is, right? Like, Variety specifically said setting expectations. So we could get something there. Hmm... Also, when do you think we're going to get a title? Because I think a title would be an, a good insight. Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man. Are we home yet? <laughs> what about, like, Home Worlds or something? How about Nearly Home? Home World. I don't like it. I don't like it, but I'll accept it. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. That would be me. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it, but I'll accept it. Uh, right. Home, home, something. Three, three Spider-Man. Um, so, going on from that, this Star Wars time. <laughs> Less Spider-Man. <laughs> what about what about just Spider-Home? What about Spider-Man X Three? 
means it's three smart <laughs> X3. <laughs> and Hugh Jackman is back as Wolverine. <laughs> Alright, uh, Star Wars, sorry, I think Bespin's <laughs> getting annoyed with us, so we should crack on. Uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, suits, not Spider-Man, Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. So, uh, Bespin, you were right, as always. Go on, enjoy your moment. Gloat. In the, in it's not going to be the moment... With the politicians. It's not going to be the moment you guys think I'm going to gloat over. Mm. It's not KOTOR, it's, it's the Kenobi thing. That's what I thought yeah, you were yeah, going to yeah, glow over. Yeah, yeah, no, but the Kodal thing happened today, didn't it? So. I've got the list um, in front of me. Yeah, so, yeah, Kenobi, everybody was saying, oh, no, it's going to film in January, and I'm like, <laughs> in London. And I'm like, no, it ain't. <laughs> no, it saying? ain't. I'm saying? looking at evidence. I'm looking at evidence. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not. I told him not. And then Hugh McGregor comes out and says, hey, oh, no. we're filming it late spring in LA. So oh, no. shut your face. Listen Ooh. to de- decent leakers. Don't believe everything you read. And just grow up in it, you know what I mean? Yeah, get a grip, will ya? That was, that was hostile. I know. It's just, it's just beyond the joke. Like, it, the people keep believing the same BS all the time. Like, well, let's people, just... Hold on, people are allowed to believe what they want to believe. Yeah, but they're purposely going against people with good, decent reputations. I'm not even all about myself. I'm about other people who've said, like, yeah, this doesn't look like it's happening. Respect and they just the can... leakers. Are they, being, like... are they being, like, mean? I don't care what yeah, whatever. But like, uh, no, are they? Or is it just like people? Are, people are always mean to leakers. That's not new. That's like a, a daily occurrence, I believe. Like, I I don't care as bad anymore just because I don't do it as often. Um, but yeah, that so that's all happening. Well, people uh, shouldn't be people shouldn't be uh, people shouldn't be horrible to people. No, no, and it's nothing they would ever say to your face. So don't worry about it. But uh, yeah, so that's happening. You and McGregor said they film in late spring, which again is a delay because they were supposed to sp- film in March. Um, so Kenobi's delayed production again, and it's—I do wonder if it's due to the Mandalorian, um, because I think it was last week we said that's filming in April now. So um, do you think that that means that Kenobi is going to make use of the? Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. He said they're using the volume. Oh, there we go. Um, but like, everything seems to be being delayed going on in LA. Obviously, Boba Fett started filming in November, and Favreau said that they were supposed to film uh, Mando three in December like he said that in like September time so like he was really close to when that was supposed to begin uh, they were waiting for Pedro to wrap the film um, but yeah like if Mando's delayed till April do we know Kenobi... why Mando's been delayed? I know they filmed longer on the movie Pedro was doing like the, he wasn't finished by December but I think that's wrapped now I think that's been done for a while mm. so like this, there's no real indication as to why um, and yeah like obviously Cassian's filming here until uh, until at least March or April, um, so I, I really don't know what's going on with the production side over there. Um, maybe Boba Fett went on a lot, lot longer than they thought, but then again, Favreau would have known that when he first said December, right? Like he would have known how long the Boba Fett production was due to last three, like two months before it started filming. Hmm. So, so I don't know. Probably um, COVID just catching up with them. Yeah, and I also think this means that like we're not going to get Kenobi till like fall twenty twenty two. I'm I like I I think I said it a couple of weeks ago. I'm just not getting excited for it. I'm just way into it until it's actually here. I'm not because excited I'm, for Kenobi just because of the the writer. Yeah, I'm just not convinced. I'm like, still yeah, not I'm convinced it's actually coming. Do you know what I mean? It feels like the easiest. It just feels like such an open goal, and I don't know why they've. I don't know. I don't know. But like Cassian, like I saw pictures. 
yesterday, so by the time this comes out, like I would, I would have posted these anyway. Um, I saw pictures of Cast on set at okay. Cassian. Um, I couldn't work them out because they had hats on and they had masks on, so it's very hard to, t- to tell who these people are. Um, but they're filming in, in Little Marlow. Um, uh, they've been filming in Pinewood for ages, but now they're at that big, massive set it's in Marlow. Impress- it's an impressive set. Yeah, so they're all yeah. there now, which is cool to see. So, if anybody listening wants to go and pay them a visit and send me some pictures, please do. Because <laughs> the, like, the green screens are up, the trailers are there, the cast is there, it's, it's, all, it's all happening there you now. You really shouldn't be encouraging people to leave their homes. If you live in the area, <laughs> go for a walk, go for a little bit of exercise. Can we just make that clear? Like, yeah. stay at home. There's a yeah, yeah, of course, but place. if you live in the area... Yeah, yeah, okay. I know, I know what you meant. I do know and, what you meant, but I just and, we have to make that clear because I don't want to get accusations that we're... And, you, and you're getting a little chubby from lockdown and you need to do some exercise. Go that way, please. I don't want... I didn't want... Uh, <laughs> I don't want people saying that we're encouraging people to go <laughs> out. Oh, I, I, yeah, told yeah, me to like, do like, it, officer. Uh, but yeah, so that's what's going on with Cassian and yeah today as well uh, Aspire they revealed that they're working on a 70 million dollar game which is a licensed title and then shortly after Jason Schreier came out and said yeah this is Kotor I'm um, I'm reading an article on this right now that was released an hour ago and it shouts out the podcast so there you go read it <laughs> that's nice um, Aspire that is ballsy because obviously 70 million that, that's not just a port like don't get me wrong I have heard rumours of ports um, for a few weeks but the remake was always something else and Aspire by the sounds of it are working on a remake if for 70 million you have to be what ports is it? what ports I guess it would be what switch uh, rumours were like actual consoles so like PS4 and Xbox One okay that's strange you yeah. cannot because I can I can play it at the moment. I can, it's backwards compatible, so I can play that game. Mm. Uh, it seems weird to be putting time into that if they're also doing a remake. Yeah, but if they are working on because they're supposedly working on several things at the moment. Uh, but if they are working on ports, maybe the ports could come out first. Because this, I mean, if they've if they've got Android versions, surely that's pretty simple to chuck on a Switch. Yeah, you'd think so. Because the Switch is is an Android machine, isn't it? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. But yes, yeah, but even then, like this, the actual remake, that's going to be used away because mm. of the EA deal. You know, we see yeah, ports all the time come into consoles of older games like Jedi Knight and uh, Racer and everything. Like, yeah, I think it'll be two separate releases if that happens. But like, yeah, they definitely are working on the remake, which is aspires. Interesting choice. I mean, it's not as surprising. I like it's. I think it's a safe. Well, is it safe? I don't know. It's, it's it's, yeah, know. that's the question. Is it safe if they've never made a game of this caliber? They've ported games, but they've never been given the reins to completely remake a game. I okay. So these guys have been porting uh, Kotor for a long time. Obviously, I've yeah. They did the iPad thing. And everything, yeah, right? they did the Mac version as well, um, and I believe did they port it to the PC? Yeah, I think so. They've also done Jedi Knight as well. Yeah, so but these guys know Kotor inside out. I wouldn't surprise me if they have on the side been like developing some sort of tech demo of what a modern Kotor could look like and they've presented that to Lucasfilm. Because they wouldn't be your first pick, would they? 
no, 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 definitely, definitely not. I think we could have listed out a bunch of people. That I don't think if Lucasfilm are in a room and they go, who should we get to do this? Aspire at top of the list. So I suspect someone over there or like over there, they've put something together and gone, Lucasfilm, what do you think of this? This is what a modern yeah yeah because could look like. Because I think it was last year, Disney. Uh, they opened up their is that the last year the year before they opened up their vault of like all the other IPs they have and said to developers come to us with pitches to make games uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Aspire did something similar said hey look this is our take for KOTOR um, you know would this be possible one day and obviously EA uh, are losing their license in 2023 and yeah. I think wherever they started working on it was once Lucasfilm gave the go ahead that yeah multiple publishers can start working because I think this like Ubisoft game like I said like I've been hearing Ubisoft are in talks with Lucasfilm since 2019 2018 like it's been years um, so yeah but like does this make you more or less excited because Pevy uh, you were quite infamous for our KOTOR chat <laughs> um, so what's your take now um, yeah I mean then they know like I said they know the game inside out I mean they must have played it a bunch to test it when after they've ported it I don't I don't actually know what the I don't actually know what the process is when you port a game so yeah. I don't like know what you've got to do Like it's obviously to, not as near as difficult as creating a, a game from no, the ground up no of course up. not is it? I, but yeah I don't know really they, they obviously know what they're doing and I assume they've got some sort of good idea for what they're doing um yeah, and obviously the Lucasfilm story group is going to control all of it. If it's going to be canon, they're going to control the story more than a spy would be allowed to. Well, yeah, but don't don't, don't try and bait me out on that again. I'm not trying to bait you. I'm <laughs> genuinely not trying to bait you. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, I they they know Kotor. Let's just yeah, I mean, the, the kind of all who who develops it is completely irrelevant again if they don't let you make the kind of choices that that KOTOR lets you make like it's at that point it's not really KOTOR anymore it's a different sort of game which I'm not saying would be bad but it's it's not you, it's not KOTOR if you can't make choices story I'm, choices I'm excited to play a new KOTOR um, only because like I said I, I got into KOTOR uh, years and years later on an iPad and yeah I, I want to play a modern KOTOR yeah, so do I. So do I. I just hope they. I hope they keep stuff like like the dialogue options, um, the various light and dark side options, etc. I hope that doesn't need to be sacrificed in order to make that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but at least this proves that I wasn't talking absolute crap, which is. Well, I, I don't think people thought you did. I don't think you'd have got the. Uh, I don't think you'd have got the coverage if people thought you did. No, 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 but like people always just like say something, don't they? Like, oh yeah, like people are always skeptical of you, no matter what, no matter no, how much I've had right. And like, I, I'm not a arrogant person, but like, I do believe my track record is pretty good. Have you had um, any big L's? No. You sat on something for a while, didn't you? And then it come true. You weren't sure to publish it. Or there was it. loads of things, like especially with Mando season two. Like that I knew Tamir Morrison. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I was on a headset to like you, uh, Pevy, and like Matt, I think at the time. And I was like trying to that entire week. I was trying to scramble it together, and like the end of the week, uh, THR just put it out. 
Um, there's a few things, yeah, like Mon Mothma. I knew of that, but didn't say anything. It's like, yeah, I'm always sitting on stuff, and I always get screwed by myself because I like to have like multiple sources Definitely. on things. Yeah, yeah, concrete. Um, it's like right now sitting on loads of Fallen Order sequel stuff, and and the reason I'm not saying anything on that is because the game is almost two years away. Like it's gonna come out like fall 2022, I think. So, you know, it's quite wrong for me to sit here and just tell people the plans of that game so far out. And also, things could change by that. So, it could make me look like a mug. Yeah. But yeah, um, there's a lot of people like who discredit me, who have very iffy track records, you know. And like people will go and believe these people with the iffy track records uh, over me. And it's like, I don't know. Just people just need to do some research. I think because that's well, what the thing the, is. Because sometimes the 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 other the other supposed leakers say stuff that we want to hear. I think that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, the reason I got quite quite as emotional as I did about your your Kotor sort of prediction, if you like, is because I trust what you have to say. So when you say something, I I hold it in very high regard. So. Um, Whereas like if, if another leaker came out and went, no, it's 100% going to be an RPG where you make all your own choices, naturally, I obviously want to believe that more. But then if you're going, I'm not so convinced, I'm going to listen to what you say, aren't I? Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I think the I think a couple of years ago, the leak in space, at least in Star Wars, was pretty clear cut. Like, doing Tross was way easier because there was three of us, and it's three of us that people trusted. Like, anybody else saying anything, nobody believed. Um... But now, like, you've always got, like, all of these various websites and everything, like, trying to bandwagon and, like, say now somebody says, hey, yeah, like, uh, the Ahsoka series is happening. Somebody then will say, like, something obvious is going to happen in that series and treat it as a scoop. And, like, something we saw with Mando Season 2 was, like, we heard Ahsoka was in it and Tamara Morrison and whatever. And then people were jumping out saying, oh, Thrawn's in it, Sabine's in it, like, and people will believe in them. It's like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, like, and again, I think it's because people want to believe it, don't they? Yeah, I'm but happy this cultural thing is right. It's like everything. It's like every sort of rumour. You have got to treat it with a pinch yeah. of salt until it's confirmed. Yeah, and it's like at the moment, people keep asking me about Battlefront 3. I keep getting that question. Like, a hundred times a day. It, but it's a lot like... You you get... A, not to make this a football podcast, but Nick will know this. <laughs> you, get the, you get this in... You get this in football. Like, oh, yeah, that guy, if, what's his name? Fabrizio, the transfer rumour guy, must get Fabrizio. it all day. Yeah, and David Ornstein, oh, no, yeah. no, one, no one cares. But if they say stuff, okay. uh, you treat it as fact. Do you know what I mean? So mm. if they say this player's coming, then you sort of go, oh, that means it must be happening. But if they go, there's no, there's no truth in these rumours, people will hurl abuse at them, even though they've got a stunning track record. I and have. some other fake insider... <laughs> Some other fake insider has said, no, it's happening. Yeah. I mean, again, you can keep asking, when's this player going to show up? Um, and uh, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like you, like, like with the Battlefront stuff, you can people can keep asking you about Battlefront. I mean, that's fair enough. If they want yeah, to like Battlefront, them, there's like... Because there's a lot of fake rumours going around about Battlefront at the moment. Like, listen, they just... Uh, they keep adding service to Battlefront 2 because 19 million people downloaded it from Epic Games Souls when it's free. 19 million people. That's bonkers. Still a resurgence now, I told you. Yeah, like, EA aren't, like, EA are business. They're not gonna, like, ignore that. They're gonna look at that and see dollar signs. Of course they are. Uh, but, like, most of DICE are, are all working on 
Battlefield 6, which comes out this year. So, like, if they are giving it to DICE, nobody at DICE is working on that right now, you know? Just goes to show we could still be playing Battlefront 2, though, doesn't it? Well, if they, they just kept, make... yeah, if they kept updating it. Yeah, they put out their sales the other day for, um, for how much money they've made from Star Wars in total. And, like, their, their games, I think... Uh, made 52 million like not not including the mobile games and mm. everything but like the actual video games made 52 million um, and I was looking at those numbers because like I like the behind the scenes stuff and I like looking at the financials of everything um, mm. like a like a weirdo but like looking at like last reported numbers between Battlefront 1 and 2 this is November 2019 33 million copies are sold 10 million copies of Jedi Fallen Order were sold by May 2020 and Squadron sold about 2.5 million in like its first month, um, and I think that only gives us to a total of forty five point five million, right there. I think the remainder of that stuff is like mostly Battlefront two. Hmm. So I think Battlefront is easily their like best selling series, um, yeah, yeah. and EA would be foolish not to look at those numbers and not to look at the resurgence it's just had. Um, like for example, I got some friends on Twitch, and they were streaming Battlefront two, and like they went up like fifty followers. Like mm. people are really interested to see this game, which has been out for like how like three years or something. Oh, should we re-download it for the weekend? I sold my copy, mate. Oh, you idiot! <laughs> I just think they've complete. I think they completely miss miss. Uh, I think they've completely miss. Uh, what's the word? And uh, uh, yeah, yeah missed yeah. opportunity, but I think they've under underappreciated yeah, the appetite I, for Star I, Wars games. I think uh, with Battlefront Two, they just weren't making enough money to justify it living. Yeah, we we've had this conversation before. Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. Th- but this does open up the conversation of with so much interest in there right now and how much they've actually sold of Battlefront, they should focus up on a third Battlefront entry after like Battlefield Six is done in a couple of years. Did you not get Battlefront on the PS Plus? Oh, uh, you did. Uh, like two months after. No, didn't didn't you get it? Did you not add it to your library? No, because I had it on a disc at that time. Just a rookie error. You always add it to your library, whether you're going to play it or not. <laughs> yeah, but I already owned it, and then like I thought it was a dead game, so I sold the copy. You know. Yeah. Like months later. Um, but yeah, it's call yourself a Star Wars fan. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.